are here with another episode of Free Game Friday. Brought to you by B. Giggs and Yacyon and the Bowling Association of Northern Vallejo, California. <laughs> you know what the fuck going on. Episode 22. <laughs> episode 22. 22 Savage. <laughs> no Let's get straight into today? it, man. No spe- We are the special guest today. I know that's right. All right. This is from <laughs> Oom the Mystic. What screen print transfer company do you use for the prints themselves? That's a great question. So, um, for the most part, we use Supercolor for just about everything we did last year. Um, this year for the Good Company Family Business Tees, we used a company out of San Jose, and that they have the uh, puff print. Those aren't screen printed. Um, but yeah, the Supercolor transfers—they aren't actual screen prints. They're like a—it's made of some some powder type material that they've invented that really sinks into the shirt, so it's a little bit different than screen printing. But yeah, I recommend if you start in super color. Is that a new hat? Yeah, this is a new hat. Wow, look at that, man. Yeah, That's new hat, new hat. me. <laughs> that explains why you acted different. <laughs> this is from Nature Music. When shooting content, do you use a DAW to help put you to help put vocals on the instrumental, or are you strictly using your recorder on the speakers and using that audio for the videos? Um, both. It depends on what it's for. So if it's a rehearsal, then I just blend the cam audio with the board audio from the mixer. But if it's a live session, then yeah, I put the vocals into a doll, into Pro Tools, and I mix them, and then I blend them back in. So it depends on what we're doing. That was a good one. They getting some good ones now, man. <laughs> we was getting the same shit for a while. I was ready to retire. This is from Chris. As a consumer, how can I check my earnings from the music? As a consumer, like as somebody who has like if you've invested in, in me, yeah. So if you have DistroKid Command Shift now, everyone should be migrated to Command Shift. But DistroKid was prior for like the past three months. Um, if you have Command Shift or Video, you can go right into your dashboard and go to your royalties or your earnings tab, and you can see it. And Command Shift is dope because I can also see what everyone has generated, and it's a really dope thing because I get to go on my dashboard and see hundreds of splits, and it's like. Man, niggas really eating off the music. <laughs> but yeah, as a consumer, you can go into either dashboard from the distro and you can see all of that information. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Shout out Command Shift. <laughs> this is from Scuba Squad Bells. Who does the editing for all of LaRussell's content? Can I hire them to edit my content? Uh, me and LaRussell split the initial edits and then... Sarai, Splash, and a new company that we've been working with called Edit Crew do like captions or um, what are they called? Yeah. Oh, why am I blanking? You know, that like gets them to like move and follow. Keyframes. Keyframes. Yeah. Because keyframe would be taking forever. But that's like the main because gigs and Yaceon helps with coloring or editing. Mm-hmm. It depends on what it is. Yeah. And um, I don't know if any of them are for hire. You guys will have to look them up and talk to them yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a whole collective of, of niggas who just love videos. Weirdos. No, I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is from... The Divine Hippie. This is great handwriting. How do you go about booking more shows in other markets that you may not know, that you may not have a following in yet? Um, I don't book shows in markets I don't have a following in yet. Um, 
those ones I just wait until someone books me and then I'll try to do a pop-up or something while I'm in the city and just see how many people there that does mess with me but I don't book shows in markets that I don't have a following in because uh it's just not necessary to take that risk at this point but if you're already in the city for something else that's a perfect time to test the market and we've kind of seen like Omaha wasn't in like the data but you went out there and you had a really great fan mm-hmm. base. So. And I was booked for that, yeah. which which I was able to see, oh, people mess with me. Now I could go book a show. Mm-hmm. I think the only show I did that I didn't have data for um, was Reno that, oh, that we booked ourselves, yeah. right? Why right? did and you do Reno? Because Fernandi was like, you should do Reno. It's a cool market. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fuck it, let's see, right? But that was when we had positioned it between larger shows what about so we fresno? could see did you i have had data got for booked that? for fresno i originally got booked for fresno but that fell apart so since i oh. was already paid it was like here i'm gonna help out and let's just do this together gotcha yep and that ended up turning out great but mm-hmm. yeah i never book a show where i don't have the data for vegas too yeah data yeah yeah nice yep this is from marvy crown it's a long one. You mentioned in episode 12 of Free Game Friday that you did seven interviews so that you can split it up for different pieces of content. Did you reach out to different radio shows to get those? And if so, how can another artist do the same? Um, I didn't those, reach out to anyone. Yeah, you were kind of booked already. Yeah. People wanted to interview you. Yeah, I feel like right after we decided we were going to do seven I just had a bunch of people start <laughs> right? hitting me like, I'm doing an interview. And it just lined up. Yeah. But if you're an artist... um. You can create those interviews yourself. Create content with you sitting and find someone to ask you questions about your journey or go find local platforms that you love and ask them if you could be on and be a part and share your story. But if not, do it yourself. Yeah. I feel like doing it yourself is always the the way to go. The first start. Because you could you could create your own interest if you do it yourself. Someone right? might see a clip that you did and they like, hey, I want to book you for it. And mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah, that's a great idea. Just write out a bunch of like things that you're interested in talking about and then yeah. sit in front of a camera and talk about them. This is from <laughs> at G Vibes. G Vibes, what is your ultimate goal in the industry? I'm not in the industry, so I don't have an industry goal. Um, my goal is just to get rich with my niggas and do cool shit and feed the community and and keep doing dope shit <laughs> and wake up and play pickleball and not go broke from doing it from playing pickleball yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is from rba underscore dre president who inspires you um honestly everybody around me inspires me in a different way i feel like everybody has their own unique characteristics about them that make them great all of that inspires me. Yeah, be great. that's a great answer. <laughs> that's a great answer. Be gigs, man. Be gigs. If I could just be a little bit more be like gigs, is a great guy, man. Be gigs and sit outside your window with roses and chocolates, man. man. While you sick inspiration. with COVID, that's inspiration. A great man. Inspiration. Come on. <laughs> it's better when you lead by demonstration. <laughs> this is from Q Ortiz Health. Tieta, when did you realize the value of serving others? Uh, sheesh. Was it when you were working at the restaurant? I never worked at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> As a server. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> um, 
Man, that's kind of a tough one. I'm trying to think of like the first, like the very first time that I helped somebody and I was like, damn, I'm so glad that I went out of my way to help that person. I feel like um, my personality has always been like a giver. So I don't know. It was, it was more so ingrained in me. I've mm. always seen value in like supporting and being there for others. Nice. Oh. <laughs> This is from, you be saying this right, and I don't know how to say it. Vastradamus. Look at that man go. What's the best way to roll out a single? Content. Um, I really like pre-saves. He doesn't really care for them too much, but I see value in pre-saves. Um, so I think that if you, like, once you get it uploaded to your distros, you create a pre-save link and put it in your bio. I think that that just helps people realize that it's coming out. And once it does drop, it's already saved to their music. So you get that mm -hmm. download. Um, creating content around the single, even before it comes out, like having it in the background of, like, videos that you're putting out, rehearsing it, um, and then doing live sessions for it, visualizers, yeah. a music video if you have the budget for that. The artwork. Yeah, having the artwork be great. You BTS could you could you do BTS of the creation things. of it. Um, BTS of making the song and recording the song. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to yeah. roll out a song. When you got a song, there's at least 10 ways that you could get it pushed yeah. and, and rolled out. Yeah, especially because if you do different instruments. Mm -hmm. oh. Guitar, piano yeah. version, <laughs> a heart version, a vibe. It's so many instruments. You should never run out of versions that right. you can do of a song. To and then if you did it. a whole, a, a full band, everybody together, that's a different version. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of ways. Yeah. This is from Lamar Harris. I am Al Harris. I am Al Harris. Al Harris. Lamar Harris. <laughs> <laughs> I, <said> Lamar. <laughs> I am Al Harris. Are you signing artists? No, never will. Never have, never will. Never have, never will. <laughs> Why do you guys want to be signed so bad? Like, what is that? What does that mean for you? Like, so Bro, there be niggas in my DMs like, I want to sign to you whenever you start signing. Yeah, and it's like, bro, I get tagged no, and don't. stuff all the time. That's like, <laughs> do you think I could be signed to good company? And it's like, why do you want us to sign you? Like, yeah, what does that should, mean you for you? You should want to stand on your own. Yeah. You should want to stand on your own. Right? Yeah. Maybe collaborate with us. I but think, but I think it's because uh, this industry have conditioned people to believe that the only way to get someone's help is to sign to them. Yeah, but I mean so that's also like, like what people are really saying is I want your help. They're yeah, like, but you could sign. You can have everything. Because like everything that you stand on is like you don't have to be signed to make it, and then they could be like, "Well, sign me," and it's like that goes against everything we do. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I want to sign to the nigga who don't want to sign. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that was me. Yep. Are these all of them, or is this just like those the, are the ones that I have written out? Okay, but there's still perfect. a lot more. This is from Scott John Live. What do you do for energy on a daily basis? Um, I enjoy the gym. I'm trying to get better at tennis, pickleball. Um, we have a court at the house now, so I shoot around after the gym. I try to eat well, you know, drink a lot of water. I feel like you already have a life energy inside yeah. of you. And when you're doing what you love, that energy is going to support you through the day anyway. Yeah. Yep. Same. 
playing all those things. Sports is a good way to get like energy up, especially mm-hmm. if you play against someone. Because if you get a win early in the day, it kind of just sends your day on a good path. What happens but when you get a you loss? Lose early, <laughs> It kind of helps too because you got to either shake back and it's like, nigga, what's up? Or it just eat your day up, you know? So it, it, it helps either way. True Young. This is from mm, True Young. <laughs> as you grew as an artist, did you feel fear of things slowly start to dissipate as you got more I think more we've done rep? that one already. Yeah, I feel like I've I remember you this saying question. things ipe, and I was like, you know what? Do yeah. another one. <laughs> <clears throat> this is from Juan. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do? Would you ever collaborate with unknown artists? I do that all the time. Almost every artist I've collabed with prior to 2022 was an unknown artist. Like we helped them become known and who they are. So yeah. Generally, I collab with unknown artists because yeah. it's just people I find. And I'm like, you're hella dope. You feel me? So, yeah, I'm definitely. You also have a link in your bio that allows people to request features. Features, from you. yep. And then for GC Live sessions. So, yeah, yeah. Unknown artists is actually kind of my thing. Easier to work with. Right. Much less complicated. Because once you get like Yacy on, you be so busy. And right. You're just like, oh, no, nah, I'm paying for I got to call now. your manager. Oh, your yeah. people got to oh, contact I can't my do people. that split. Oh, <laughs> you got to go holler at the label. Right. And you're like, man, you used to take pictures for me for free. Sheesh. <laughs> the switch up be crazy. This is from Skit X World Management. How can an independent artist go about setting up his first concert? Go mm. ahead. Lay it out for him. Man, so if you're at the point where you need, did it say concert or tour? Concert. Oh, concert. Okay, well, that's even better. So concert is a bit easier because I would just pick the region that you have the most data in, that the highest, whichever one has the highest amount of data of people that's willing to listen to you, I would take that city. And how you get that data is I combine Spotify monthly listeners, Apple Music listeners, and Instagram following. I combine that number and then I take 1% of that number. So whatever that is, that tells you what venue size that you're capable of doing in that city. From there, you want to go on Indie on the Move and you're going to look up venues in that city. You're going to email the venues that fit your capacity size, email them with your the date that you want, um, the capacity you could feel, your ticket prices, all relevant information. If you go on their calendar split. before for their for their show so you can see which dates are empty so you don't waste their time. You need to determine your door split. Either you're going to rent the venue out or you're going to split the pie with them. Or you want to try to get an offer. Maybe they'll offer you paper to do it. But figure that out. Once you do that and you got your venue secured, you're going to get a flyer created. Once you create that flyer, you need to update all your socials as well as your bands in town and your song kick. You need to make sure your concerts is on there. Song kick integrates with Spotify so when people stream you, they can see that you're about to do a show near them as well. Um, once you do that, post your flyer. When I post my flyer, I let the, I like to let it run for a day and then I like to run ads behind it in that specific city and a 20-mile radius and I like to target music lovers festival lovers hip-hop whatever genre you're doing things within that niche and i like to run that ad at about 25 50 or 100 dollars a day depending on how fast i'm trying to sell it out 
let that kind of run as you get closer to the show if it's not sold out maybe make a video announcement and run that ad hella hard until you get to your point hopefully you pull up at your show and it's sold out and you do your thing and you rinse and repeat that was great i feel like i covered that all yep come on glad you took that one good job this is from <laughs> ethan cannell car i know this name i feel like he's a gold card holder ethan shout out you how did Tieta join Good Company? Well, this is dope. So one day I was riding down Sonoma Boulevard in Vallejo. If you guys. <laughs> now tell them. <laughs> Finish the story. <laughs> Finish. Tell them what you saw. No. <laughs> tell them what you saw. Tell them what you saw. <laughs> I seen a lot that day. Tieta, Tieta hit me, I think. What, early 2021 or late 2020? Which one? Mm, I think it was early 2021, because late 2020, I was just a fan. Yeah, I don't even think she hit me first. She just used to always post, like, the album. Mm, like, more more consistent than, than others. Like, most okay. people, you'll see one post, <laughs> but it was like, nigga, I fuck with this shit. It was clear. She was rapping along in the videos. Like, <laughs> the way y'all see her on stage is like, she was doing that That's then. That's true. <laughs> and uh and then once we tapped in she was like oh yeah i work for thizzler yada 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 i'm gonna try to get them to post your shit that wasn't really that intriguing but it was like for sure but it ended up getting posted so i was like hey <laughs> nigga was this you <laughs> you feel me and it was her and then it start we end up getting more and i think around that time i had finished marlin seven and i was like let me play you marlin seven so we kicked it played marlin seven and um yeah. Tell me after what you that, saw. <laughs> after that, it's been here, it's been here ever since. It's been up. <laughs> what was your what was your first what was your first show? Um, the box, the live box experience. Did you work that show though? Yeah, I did. So she ended up yeah. coming to the box show, and I think what did you do? Film camera. Yeah. Yep. And she filmed that, and then we did the Marlon Seven release party, but you didn't film that mm -hmm. one. I was just a guest. Yep. And it's it just been up. It's been up since. The Tell Sonoma story is not true. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you saw. <laughs> okay, this is from Illumination Project. When it comes to splits and the core Illumination. team. Illumination. <laughs> <laughs> it was it. You know, you know when it's just like, you know. Intrusive thoughts. <laughs> when it comes to splits and the core team, how do you determine who gets what? Do you say you're getting 10% off top or do people's percentage change based on what they contributed? The latter. Yeah. Percentage always varies based on contribution um, all the time. All the time. Percentage always varies. You can get more, you can get less. It really, yeah, it depends on contribution. Yep. That was a good question. This is from Groovy KIB. Hardest thing about going on tour, being on tour. Oh, my. God, right? <laughs> being on tour is just a lot of energy exchanged and exerted and i'm the type of artist that i don't just show up and leave at my shows mm -hmm. like i'm talking to people before i'm hugging i'm talking after and hugging like my show the show might be an hour but it's literally three four five six yeah. hours worth of just energy and um and then traveling getting on a plane getting off the plane oh. going to the airport lugging bags right. um money like i i try i tour with 
a lot of niggas and a lot of niggas gotta eat and mm-hmm. and niggas be hungry breakfast lunch and dinner <laughs> niggas snacks. said food in five <laughs> different ways and then ubers <laughs> ubers right. you know we we uber black we like nice trucks and mm-hmm. to be comfortable um so yeah it's just uh it's just taxing being on tour in general but it's also like really refreshing and re-energizing when you do a great show and it's like bruh that's what this shit is about you feel me i think the loss of schedule too for me is like yeah and it's hard to get work done on the road like even when we got our laptops and computers it's like we constantly on go with interview you just it's hard to get work done versus when we home we get to knock shit out either it's not like we can go out and play tennis we don't really but that that one la trip though we was active we was all hurt Right, but yeah, his toe hurt but, his ribs. But it's getting better. But tour, tour is cool. But tour isn't really for me. I think I'm a one-off show guy, and that's kind of how it's gonna just remain for my yeah. career, probably. That's valid. This is from KG De Finesse. <laughs> how much should an upcoming artist be on social media to promote their music, and do you deal with mental health alongside doing so? I think that if you got it. You should be on social media every single day promoting you as as your brand and as a human, whether that's interviews, your music. Um, and but that question things. is a bit loaded because you don't have to be on social media True. to promote yourself. True. Right. When you when you set up the system the right way, then you don't have to be on it as much. You don't have to be on it really at, at all. all. Right. Yeah. But we did figure out like you do need those real-time yeah. posts and so that's something really as robotic. you know every other day so just do something that's real life instead of just having shit that happened in the past let niggas know what's going on in real life you know mm-hmm. and that could be as simple as you shooting a basketball and saying what's up right like you know and that right. lets people know i'm a human and i'm still here you feel me but yeah. um yeah you should be promoting yourself every day you know we mcdonald's and google spend billions every year and Sheesh. everyone knows who they are so if you're an artist coming up and business <laughs> coming up and you're not spending for people to know who you are, what makes you think you can and McDonald's and Google are still spending at yeah. this level? You feel me? And I think there's value in interacting on your page, too. Like, I think that's why you have the kind of fan base that you do, because you really message people back, respond to comments. You're very active on your page. Fact. Be like, this nigga is different. Fact. <laughs> Sheesh. Daniela Jackson. Come on. How can an independent artist go about setting up their first tour? Well, I kind of broke it down with the first concert. If you go back and review that one, and that same thing would be relevant for a tour. Just all the cities that you have data that makes sense for do the same thing. The only thing that's going to be addition is travel. You have to really... I wouldn't tour as a starting artist. Like, I know niggas do the starving artist tours and the shit, and we did that where we packed up in a van and rolled and lost all the money, but I don't recommend it. It's not a necessity. <laughs> People can wait to see you. Yeah. You feel me? Wait until too. you're able. Yeah, wait until you have that. And it builds demand. The longer you hold out on doing the show, the more demand you have. Niggas, it's like, I remember um, Blast and Giveon really popped during COVID. And no one could go see them. But as yeah. soon as that shit was over, it, all that demand was there. They went straight yeah. to the route wave, went straight from fucking clubs to arenas because yeah. it was like we couldn't go see them. So hold out if you you don't have to do a starving tour. But if you do need to do all the steps for the concert and then consider your travel and flying because that's a whole nother beast. If you flying often, get TSA pre-checked and get clear. Mm-hmm. 
Because the last thing you want to do is miss a flight because you got to stay in line. Right. <laughs> That's the worst. I That's was thinking, the worst. too, I feel like, remember when we were talking about, like, how can you get in front of more new people at this point? And I was like, oh, well, you know, do more shows. And you were like, well, people who come to my shows more often than not already know who I am. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's why people think they need to tour because they're like, oh, you know, I need to get more fans. But it's like, touring that's not don't, really. Yeah, <laughs> touring, don't, touring gets you new fans, but not really, right? Because if someone's yeah. paying to see you, they already they know might who bring you their are. Friend. They might bring yeah. a friend. Festivals helped you get more fans because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a bunch of niggas who didn't come to see you. But touring is really you catering to your base. Yeah. <laughs> Was that me or you? Yeah, that was me. We almost there. Maybe like last two? Yep. Last few. This is from Work Hard, Ball Harder. One. Paul Torres, man, he got stock in a few songs. He be copping books. He, he really be supporting, man. We honored. <laughs> Gratitude. Am I ever going to be able to purchase every one of your 200-plus song catalog directly from you? This is a long question. Right. I've thought of, I've, we thought about putting all the albums up for people to kind of buy and shit. Um, I don't know. I'll think about it. I just had so many thoughts of how to execute that. Okay, uh, go ahead. <laughs> it's so much. <laughs> That's dope that he wants to do that, though. Right? I feel like a lot of people do. Mm. I feel like a lot of people do. Yeah. We'll figure that out. It ain't even nothing to figure. It's just a lot of uploading to get right. it to the site to buy but yeah which we'll you just that did out. when you switched to command shift and that was a lot mm, diff- yeah. yeah yeah this is from level up productions why don't you guys set up a podcast for free game fridays i use anchor to host my podcast which is free and you're eligible for sponsor ads after 50 listeners could be dope platform to spread the word um Cause we don't have to really. I think that's been, I think that's been the main thing. Right. I mean, we could, but we really, I mean, we enjoy what we yeah. do and where it is. I guess it could help with expansion, but I mean, we don't even really do this for this purpose. We just enjoy coming sharing here and game. sharing some game and it's like, yeah, that's definitely on my, like I have a running task list of, you know, backend stuff that should be done. And I'd be thinking like the audio for the podcast to put on like Apple and Spotify and all that. It's on my running list of things to do, but it's not really high priority. It's like, yeah, people yeah. who want it are going to go get it. And I, I just feel like this is like a cool thing to experience in its totality um, as well. But yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Because I really enjoy just listening to things. I listen to audiobooks and podcasts and when I'm just like cleaning my house or if I'm at the gym and I want to listen to music. So. You listen to audiobooks now. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, you being nasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't listen. I don't, I can't, it'd be hard. Well, right. I guess when I used to drive, I used to listen to like Steve Jobs I'd be seeing you like that. watch YouTube videos yeah. of like interviews. And I don't understand right? really what the difference is if it's like. Because when you watch it, you could see like people's reaction and emotions and how they respond if they lie you could see a lot you know and i yeah it's like it's like to me it's like a movie like i don't want to fucking listen to a movie that's why i go to the theater yeah, but like a movie has a transition of scenes and like like there's a bunch of things that are there for visual appeal it's the same set 
every single episode. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> but it's so much happening. Like, what if I said, "Yes, come shake that ass right now on <laughs> <What> camera," <the> <laughs> fuck? <laughs> and you listening in the audio, but you gonna be like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> Are you here? <laughs> Hey, and it's been another incredible episode of Pre-Game Friday brought to you by the North Vallejo Bowling League Association of of Bowlers. We'll see you again next Friday. If you love these episodes and you want your question answered, you can submit your questions. Hey, if you, if you need some free game, man, tap in. We answer whatever you got. We bring in on guests throughout. Yep. Yeah. It's a good time. Beautiful. This is like season We're two. We're happy to be back. This is basically season two. We right? should start. Yep, season two. Come on. All right. Goodbye now. <laughs>